Hey everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. My name is Aidan. Boy, have we got a treat for you this evening or this morning or today or tonight or whenever it is that you happen to be listening to our delightful little podcasty this week. Uh, with me are two delightful co-hosts uh, and uh, two even more delightful guests this week. But first, let's go to delightful co-host number one. Claire, how are you doing? Evening. I'm very well, thank you, Aid, and um, glad to be here as always. Well, I'm very glad to hear it. It'd be a shame if you, a shame if you weren't. A bit, kind of a bit pointless as well, really. So yeah. it's, it's not exactly turning us into billionaires, is it, this mm-hmm. podcast? But there you go. And uh, probably you'll uh, the eagle-eared of you, owl-eared of you, uh, heard uh, the little chuckle there of my good friend Graham. How you doing, buddy? I'm here under duress, as always. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm just here for the money. Well, take I'm here your, for the dollar bill. Take the dress off, then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm disappointed you didn't go with co-toasts, aid. Seeing as you just spent the last ten minutes shoveling toast down your face. Well, do you know what? It's been a very long day. I've done probably six or seven hours of video calls today already. So if my eyes pop out of my head halfway through this conversation, it is definitely not <laughs> the fault of you good people. It is all those <laughs> others that I spent my whole day talking to. Uh, but uh, I tell you what then, Graham, because as always, you're the one that I can't believe I'm going to say that you're the organised one who has, <laughs> who has scheduled the guests uh, for today. Um, it is weird, oh, isn't it? <laughs> that really so is going to make my eyes bug out if I have to say <laughs> that again. Um, but that doesn't stop it from being true. It's just, you know, I, I know I'm undermining your public persona as I say that. And I don't like to do that because you're a mate and all, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my public persona is disaster area. So I don't think there's a lot of undermining you can go with for that. Um, but okay, yeah. well, let, let to keep up with that public persona mm-hmm. then, um, by luck rather than by judgment, you've mm-hmm. organised some guests. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is an absolute delight to welcome to the podcast for the first time Marina from If We Film. And Paul's here as well from Analog Wonderland. <laughs> Hello, guys. How is it going? Hello, everyone. Um, really good. Just, just to add to Graham's public persona, when he says he organised this, it was organised for next week. Listen. It's all about five hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Graham. Yeah, does, that mean you get, does that mean you get to do two weeks in a row, Paul, with us? I don't that, think so, that... but again, I'm, no, Graham's saying no, absolutely not. <laughs> anyway, whilst Paul's speaking mine, Marina... Especially huge welcome to you because you mm. haven't been on the podcast before. So it is genuinely a delight to have you here, <laughs> as opposed to the delight no. we we'll say that it's tag for here. Um, no, you are here mm. because today is the official launch of something that you have been building towards and you have been working exceedingly hard on for many months now. Today is the day when you have officially launched the Analog Wonder Lab. Which is very exciting. I've got the name right, haven't I? I'm terrible at remembering all the branding. Analog Wonder Lab. That's right, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes, it's Analog Wonder Lab. And yes, as you said, uh, it's a project that I've been working for many months. I guess that since July. And I kind of be more excited about you know today being the launch day and to the today finally knowing that we're going to be open for orders and going to go and we're going to develop loads of film and for me also you know fills me with enormous pride and also you know I'm quite relieved that this is just open <laughs> finally <laughs> well first off then Honestly. huge congratulations that's awesome yeah, thank you so much. thank you thank you thank mm-hmm. you thank um, you so much 
what you guys are doing. So over the years, we've spoken to a few people. We've spoken to um, James Lane recently and people like our good friend Duncan at Silverpan and, and other people who have started up um, labs at home and that have gradually grown and done more and more and more. Like mm -hmm. Silverpan is a great example of that. What you're doing and what you've had to tackle with the, with the Wonder Lab is quite different because you've kind of gone in knowing that you want to be able to deal with a decent amount of volume and be able to kind of take in a lot of stuff right from the get-go. This isn't a kind of gradual building it up from your basement operation. This is no, this is straight in. How has it yeah. been preparing for all that? Yeah, I mean, there's. it's a thing that we and I really know because knowing that, well, Analog Wonderland you know, has uh, such a good volume in terms of selling, for example, films and accessories, mm. knowing that, that if we have, we are, we are able to close that loop, obviously that means that it's such a great volume as well. But, uh, you know, for me, in my case, it was such a good challenge to face. And f I, I can't be like more excited, to be honest. It's like, okay, we're developing more films. That's good. And also, if we got to the point in which we need another film processor, that's also great news, you mm. know. Uh, not only for obviously for Analog Wonderland, but that's a good, huge, you know, good thing for the analog um, community as well. Like we are growing, and this is not just you know a, a casual renaissance of the analog photography. This is like something that we're going, that we're doing, and it's just great. Yeah. Hmm. So starting from zero, because your lab was, was it even just a room when you started? Did you even have a room or did you have to build the room? <laughs> <laughs> no, there was two rooms, but so we have to do so many things. There wasn't like even water, no electricity, no nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> it was building up pretty much everything from scratch. But um, but yeah, it finally got everything that we needed, and yeah, that's why today we're launching. So, finally, on, <laughs> for the benefit of myself and others listening, can you talk us through what the process was then of going from just a bare room to launching today? What steps were along the way, and what what were the most Oof. difficult parts? Other than having to work with Paul, well, obviously. that's uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no, definitely the best. I mean, the worst. Well, the trickiest. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, um, um, no, the most challenging thing was dealing with Paul. No, but uh, <laughs> nah, aside from joking. Um, look, yes, um, obviously, it, it's about planning through all the stages to get to the point of obviously have everything that you need to be able to you know um have um, a functioning lab but uh it starts it starts from the design of well it starts pretty much with, with first of all with sort of services that you need and, inter and depending what services you offer obviously you have to have the dedicated machinery as well then you have to get that machinery which is frankly one of the most trickiest bits because uh for example for instance the Fujifilm processor that we've got um was created like in 2000 and there's not much technicians left and yeah actually like you even though the seller would tell you that it's a great condition you know 
perfectly mint is actually not very true <laughs> and you have to do lots of things yeah. and um and yeah it's just also like dealing with like things that you unexpect like for example i mean the lab is on like the second floor and the film processor that we bought is like uh 300 kilos wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> we have to take it upstairs <laughs> And that was one of the things that I didn't like, you know, think about it. Like, ooh, we have to take it upstairs somehow. So, for example, this is a really funny example, but um, we had to call 37 different removal companies to find one that say, yeah, we'll do the job. <laughs> so, yeah, like I can tell you many, many, many examples that we had to deal with, but... Um, but yeah, the most tricky bit is indeed the machinery to get the machinery like up and running. Because, for example, getting um, manuals from the scanners or the film processor is quite tricky as well. Because um, any machinery that belongs to Fuji, in theory, has to belong to the Fuji's engineer in engineers. So that's like entering into like a black the black market yeah. of, <laughs> no honestly of yeah. manuals and information mm. god so yeah so that was the the trickiest bit yeah. to did be you have to find setting up did you have to find like an old computer to run the scanner and things like that please adrian can you guess the software the version of the software that use uses the the scanner that we're using so so I, I, I uh well if it's from <laughs> if, if the scanner is 20 years old so what would have been the version of windows 20 years ago uh, xp windows xp oh close uh windows 2000 <laughs> oh yeah very close yeah wow okay so, vintage so yeah, vintage yeah. software as well <laughs> <laughs> that's so yeah so so yeah be good be hard to find somebody that knows how to fix mm. that <laughs> just don't connect it to the internet <laughs> no 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 for real there was a i uh, had uh, <laughs> a hard time trying to connect that into with the with the internet because i had to at some point but um but yeah it's just you know also everything has a particular version so you don't you can't just buy one computer and then just and install let's say windows 2000 it has to be a certain version with a certain piece of software so they can so you know you can imagine like the technical side that you have to have or even or you know, trying to like find forums from 2001 <laughs> and see if you can find that piece of information. <laughs> mm. But um, yeah, that was the, the trickiest part, to be honest. Well, I guess if you're here and you've launched, then that means you've managed to solve all those problems, have you? Yes. I mean, I had to. Like, I always said to Bolo, look, look, my motto is I don't know but i will know so <laughs> so good. that motor was really uh you know helpful for me because obviously i mean i work for uh labs for more than seven years but i never had to like actually uh, set up a lab so that was part of like the knowledge that i was missing but but uh you know uh i 
I insist, I call, I I I don't sleep until I know the answer. Mm. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's it. So, so there can't be many places that have set up a lab on this scale, dong, um, in the last twenty years. I mean, not that it's a massive lab, but there's been no new labs starting from scratch like that. You've worked for labs, as you said, for seven years before now. When you were presented with the opportunity to start from scratch with this one, what what was in your mind that, from your own experiences, you thought this is this is what I want to do differently, or what 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 was it you wanted to make distinctive about this new lab that you were making? Mm-hmm. So when Paul asked me, like, look, we would like to do a a photo lab then is when i said to him like yeah cool i actually wanted to do so but one of the things that i want to do or be be focused on is sustainability that's one of the things that for me is one of the most important things and the main reason that i actually joined because um you know um Many labs are like around the UK and around the world are doing a great job in terms of like having sustainable practices within lab. But in my own experience, I've seen things that are not that maybe great or respectful. And I don't know, I just, you know, I personally felt that mission of like trying to improve all the practices trying to see if i if these if the analog wonderland could help other like lab generations and we can all together like gather all the information and do as best as we can i mean because i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna say no we're going to do the most sustainable uh hundred percent uh lab which is never going to be true because for instance like processes such as E6 or C41, I mean, there's no any eco-friendly alternative at the moment. But I know that if the right persons take part of these projects or can help me to do so, maybe and just maybe we can change that. Mm. That's one of the things that, for example, being an analog wonderland, I know that it's um an advantage because I know that Analog Wonderland, for example, can talk to people that could influence in that sort of like sense. So that's one of the things I also thought like, oh, yes, yes. I mean, this is going to be great and this is going to be uh, such a, you know, huge impact for the community if we really achieve all the the goals that we set that we're going to do. That sounds awesome. As you said, getting to that point where everything is completely sustainable is incredibly difficult. I mean, for a start, there's that puppy you have to sacrifice at the start of every day to make sure your film all goes right. That's difficult to cut out the loop, so there's always that. Um, Paul, I suppose we should talk to you at some point. <laughs> I put it off <laughs> as long as possible, but um, we've talked in the past. I get the feeling that this idea of a lab has been bubbling around in your brain for quite some time. What made 2021 golden year that it's been, the year that this has come to fruition? Yeah, definitely. It's been something that's 
that's been that sort of made sense on on paper i think for a long time and a lot of people have always asked us about it but the thing that was always stopping me was um there's a practical point about space in that for us to be able to house the warehousing operations that we have for current business and a lab on top <clears throat> we need more space um so there's a, there's a sort of a tiny aspect of when contracts come out and when we could afford to jump up but most significantly was it was it it, it was and still is so outside of my skill set like i've always said what makes a lot of sense for me with online wonderland is i spent 10 years doing retail and shooting film in my hobby mm. and then so for me to just professionally retail the, the thing that i really love and and all that kind of stuff that 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 felt quite natural to me now because I've had to learn loads along the way about website coding and marketing things. But it's starting from a core space because I've never worked in a lab. I've never set up a lab. Um, and so for me to try and learn that from scratch would have been madness. So I was always needing, and obviously Mary's in the same position. She's never worked in a lab either. So it's something that fell totally outside of what we, what we knew. I always needed, we always needed somebody who had the experience. Um, and as soon as we sort of then had the opportunity to move warehouse in the summer, we were looking at places and we started to see that there would be an opportunity for us to be in a place that had that that room. The next question then became, well, who could help us? And while I think there's definitely lots of people in the UK who have worked at Snappy Snaps, maybe set up a Snappy Snap, set up a Boots mini lab in the time, that kind of thing. Um, it was much more interesting talking to marina in particular knowing the way that she works first and foremost having you know we've done if we film partnerships with Anna Holland for two years now because the way that marina talks about film photography the way that she's passionate about educating people the way that she's always been super accessible on instagram mm -hmm. super just passionate and positive like that that always felt like so much more like the kind of thing that we'd want to be involved with and my marina was like quite openly like but i've never set up a lab i've never managed a team you know all these things that she hadn't done i was like well frankly but you have all of the lab experience you have all the technical experience and then the attitude and that that motto i've seen in in person over <laughs> and over again that's much more interesting than um than somebody who can literally do it but would but would frankly propagate the same things that we see from a lot of labs and that we know labs are about. So Marina's already touched on sustainability. I also think that accessibility is massive. Um, like so Marina, you know, came on and said sustainability, organization and community. And that community part is about breaking down the barriers between labs and customers. Now again, caveat, there are some labs that do this brilliantly, but the experiences that I hear time and time again, not just from Marina, but from customers all over, particularly female customers, particularly young customers, is that labs can often be intimidating. And in the nicest possible way, Marina is many things. Intimidating is not one. Highly knowledgeable. Very I don't know. She's yeah, digging a hole there, definitely digging a hole there. And, um, and that, again, that's, that's, that's really like analogue wonderlandy to, to, be, to be okay with doing you know stupid things on instagram and we had a an opening ceremony and, and the launch party and like that kind of stuff like it's it, that's really important as well as then mm. 
all the technical skills and and you look at marina's cv she learned print making in a japanese professional studio like the she, she can read the japanese manuals of all the original scanners and things like all of that she obviously brings all that technical expertise but then the attitude the mentality the passion the education that's what what made it really fun so it was that finding the right person with the right place and then just seeing what happened and mm -hmm. what happened has been an adventure so today i i from watching because you guys have been sharing it's been great actually on instagram following this journey because you've been sharing pictures and short videos of stuff i mean you mentioned earlier about getting your 300 kilo um <laughs> process developed and uh, and the, the video of when that was like oh no this, this is what have we done um so seeing this unfold has been really enjoyable and really fascinating because it's not very often you get any sort of insight into the creation of a lab like this yeah. um and you've obviously been um producing your own film to test things and I get the impression also like getting some film coming in from I don't know whether you've been having beta testers or something like that of kind of the service but today today is the day when you just go send in your film hey world we're open send in your film well the thing is it's, it's what we've been doing is actually not just setting up the lab it's also been relaunching the website working on the website hmm. And there's a lot of uh, wonderfully technical things in the background around image compression algorithms and uh, navigation <laughs> functionality and all those kind of Sounds fascinating. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can break down further for the next two hours if you wish. Oh, and please. There's a load of that because it, it seems silly when I say it, but it's definitely true. The website felt old because it's three years old and three years is a, is a, is a lifetime in websites. Yeah. Also, the website was designed by me. I'm not a web designer or developer. <laughs> and I'm very proud of what I taught myself, but also wasn't as good as it could be. So with the lab doesn't just come all the incredible things that Marina's done. There's also how do we bring in the logistics so that it doesn't mess up the, the warehouse side. So if someone orders a film developing, what happens to the order? that comes in like it has two things on two things need to happen at different times blah 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 there's systems there that, that mary's been obsessing over in the website side how does it fit in with that shipping and payments and that sort of turned into well let's redesign the website <laughs> so hopefully <laughs> as of 5 p.m this 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 evening it's also a lot faster a lot easier a lot simpler with better information faster compression stuff 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 and um and that's that's ended up coinciding with look this is the moment when this color c41 processing can go live and it makes sense to make a big thing because yes black and white quietly turned on 10 days ago and we told a couple of people a to help test the chemistry and the machinery and marina's new team but also frankly to test did emails get sent automatically when they should? Did mm. the website take the right payments? Did, did it make, and actually loads of things didn't quite work out right, as you'd expect from a project this size, but it allowed us to deal with it on a small enough scale that we could, worst comes to us, phone someone up and say, I'm really sorry, did you mean you wanted scans or not? Because we're not clear actually from what the, what the bloody orders said. Um, fix all those bugs to the point where we can do it now. Um, 
So when you look today, we're launching with the new website, everything set up correctly, um, with the ability to add developing on when you buy a film, which I think is also a really helpful thing for folks. You, get, you know, there's a bit of a saving if you bundle it, but you go on any color or black and white film on our site at the moment now, and when you purchase it, you can prepay the developing. So you never have to get your wallet out again until you see the images done. Um, but there are also chemistries formats that are coming down the line. And while Marina and I are very deliberately not talking about it this week, because we both fall way into the trap of, of never pausing to celebrate. I've, I've, this week is we're, we're stopping and being excited for what we've built. On Monday, we'll probably get together and be like, right, E6, <laughs> E6, yep. right, uh, specialist black and white, uh, washy dog, all those things that we want to do, because ultimately, obviously, we want to be able to develop every film that we sell. And, and it gets weirder and weirder the deeper you go down the, mm. sort of the nicheness. That's the goal. But um, this is a big moment because colour, black and white, 35 mil, 120, 110, yeah. done, ready to go. That's really exciting. It's really exciting, especially I like the idea of of being able to, uh, you know, be be able to prepay the processing when you buy yeah. the film and stuff like that. Do you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of the bonus print envelopes that used to litter our house when I was a kid, because my dad used to buy. You know, my dad was a, a keen photographer. Uh, I don't think he was particularly a connoisseur of different types of film. He would just get whatever was the cheapest thing. But uh, he used to shoot lots of photographs and there were always these big envelopes, prepaid postage envelopes around that said bonus print on them. And they went off. I know where they went, some lab somewhere. It could have been anywhere, couldn't it? In those days, there would have been labs all over the place in those days. Well, you've, and, just, actually, uh, you've just broken a memory. I think we've got to credit you, Aid or Graham? I am having Me, a memory probably. now of in a sunny sixteen <laughs> episode, maybe even at launch, and I'm pretty sure it's Aid who said, "Why don't you do this?" Mm-hmm. Like the ah, right. That that sounds like a me. That sounds like a me thing because it's exactly. that, that's, that'd be my business brain kicking over. So I'll I'll, I'll rename it uh, the Wonder Aid. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't really that that doesn't work so much. Yeah, but, uh, but but this is yeah. exactly the idea. Like I, I do remember this conversation where he said, "Wouldn't it be nice if?" could buy film developing mm-hmm. and, do, and, and that's what we're trying to do so you buy a film with the bundle processing you get you will you'll get an email saying here's how to generate a free tract label to return it to us ah, okay. yeah, yeah. for recycling for sustainability our boxes should be able to survive 10 goes to the postal system unless a car mm-hmm. runs they're over. pretty well they're pretty sturdy the the analog wonder boxes aren't they they're pretty they're... yeah and, and that's and that's deliberate like you could we could save money by downgrading the cardboard grade but this is the whole point like we know that a film getting to someone's house is very unlikely to be the last time at the end of the journey for that film why not so if if someone gets buys the film with the bundled processing they can take a week a day a month a year to shoot it, it doesn't matter that order gets filed in marina's system it's sat there you buy an hp5 with bundled get it in the in the in the, in the box when you've shot it you print off your free track label, take it to the post office, goes back, Marina works her magic, you get your scans, the negatives come back, and you've never you've never had to get your wallet out again. That's it. Done. Like all the postage from then is sorted for you. You go. And and that's trying to help people just not get their wallet out of their pocket. You what, sorry? Not get their wallet out of their pocket. Exactly. <laughs> that's the biggest problem. 
biggest problem. So, Marina, Can I pay with my watch on your new website, Paul, because I pay everywhere with my watch these days. Yeah, you send us your watch. We'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair point. Okay. So, Marina, as the film starts coming in, I mean, the, the part, I, I mean, you have long experience in this. So I'm sure it's something that you don't even think about anymore. But it's always, for me, whenever I talk to anybody who's doing what you're doing on whatever scale they're doing it, the thing that always like puts chills in my heart is the idea of messing up somebody's film. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. hopefully you're about to get hundreds of rolls of film coming mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Um, what part of all this... Uh, what What... <laughs> Are you feeling nothing but excitement and anticipation, or are you? Is, are there nerves about it? Are, you know, are, are you just excited and good to go? Do you think? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't say, Paul. Yes, green light. <laughs> <laughs> if so, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, that's one of the things that we've been obsessed about. Actually, like you know what uh, Paul was saying about the logistics. Like, okay, like. <laughs> like literally when w- i think we test uh we we did the the first testing with one of the roles from um the warehouse staff and then we literally okay we printed off the um, the the order and then we thought okay when what's next so like the journey of what that order does and these kind of things um so so yeah now that it's pretty much set obviously as Paul's mentioned now obviously it's not like 100% perfect but that's one of the things that we're going to do like all the time Thank, thanks to like the customer feedback we're going to be doing like oh okay that wasn't that good no worries we're going to sort it out for you um, but mm. um, but yeah I mean no, I don't think we're going to mess up any any order. So and that's, that's, that's been fine. a really fun thing actually about this <laughs> afternoon. So we started. We had the party at lunchtime for the staff <laughs> to just enjoy themselves. We had party games that was pin the film on the developing reel. Uh, <laughs> I'll never come to one of your parties. <laughs> we had a portrait shoot, and um, and the folks who had never seen a film be developed, Marina and her team showed everyone that, mm. which is magical. Like the first, it's, it's amazing. Um, and then we sort of changed over the website, added the colour, and then I posted something on Twitter. And a few people on Twitter went through, mm. pointed out where I'd let typos in, pointed out things that made no sense. I, I made changes, put it on Instagram. A few more people, but like, it's been quite <laughs> nice. And and the email went out just before we came on. So I'm, I'm sure my inbox is now full of people pointing out again mistakes. But that's brilliant. <laughs> that's brilliant because, like, I the people who said those things on Twitter, it was fixed by the time the Instagram bit. So it's been um it's been a sort of a gentle rollout across the day for that regard. But there'll be stuff. And then when we add other things, there'll be stuff that breaks. Um and obviously the other big thing that we don't have on there is printing. Because mm. we're trying to do something even crazier with printing. Um that that we'll get on later. <laughs> That is another world of complexity for us. But Tell us all about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically that. So, uh, I mean, what I, what we would like to do is again, down again to the sustainability side, is trying to print or get a 
printing technique in which you know is more respectful with environment because um when you for example send one of your images to be printed in a lab you have either you, those labs or either use what it's called a wet lab which is basically like mm. a printer that use chemistry yeah. um to get the the prints printed or they use the inject printers both of the of the methods are not particularly really <laughs> friendly with the environment so i'm just trying to well basically i'm researching like desperately about okay is there any way that we can print with like non-toxic compounds and have like archive level quality of prints um there's certainly one 100% eco-friendly um printing lab in 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 the states in which he i think it was uh rick labs eco green and I'm, I'm sure that no i don't have the the name right anyway but um he managed to print an archival way uh from non-toxic injects uh so inks for example so but uh, I even got in contact with this person, and unfortunately, the way that he printed is it cannot be used in the lab because um, he is used to print larger prints such as A1 or A0. Which in my case, if I do his way of printing, I have to like hand cut 36 um six by yeah. four prints, and that would be parole. Imagine if we have <laughs> hundreds, I'd be like. <laughs> So <laughs> that be um, so yeah not not feasible so that's why um I had the, a conversation with Paul saying like look I really really want to to also make a difference in terms of printing like give me please a little bit of time so that I I can do research I can just speak with people that maybe is doing a PhD mm. in some way in Philippines we don't know <laughs> <laughs> but um Yes, that's one of the things that I, I know that we could potentially achieve, but I just need to find the right people plus right information. And this is where as well, like what's been brilliant is, you know, um, have you spoken to Ed Carr or Hannah Fletcher from the hmm. Sustainable Darkroom? The, the work they're doing is unbelievable. You know, uh, Ed up in Leeds is, is building the Northern Sustainable Darkroom that includes like a, a greenhouse where they grow the plants that they will then use to develop the chemistry. Wow. He's also working on plant-based printer things, but it's very much a academic level of this is research, not commercial. It's not, it's not a business. It's, it's a, I can't remember the social enterprise setup, but um, he looks for students to join and help push that research forward. So we're talking to them all the time because they're doing stuff out here. Mm -hmm. Like they're doing silver recovery through electrolysis that we think might be reapplicable on a mini lab stage, but mm -hmm. we don't think anyone's tried it before. So we're kind of learning on the go. All this stuff takes time, um, but is worth investing. Now it might be that in a few months time, we, we say the printing will just not be there anytime soon, in which case we'll, we'll, we will invest in some kind of printing setup to start with. No, it's not ideal, but always having that goal. The other thing that's come that we're trying to work on at the same time is with printing on films. The 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 the, the strange thing is you often have to get the prints before you've seen the photos. 
and there are many rolls of mine where 36 frames do not deserve a print. <laughs> and there is consumption within there, and there is. I've been there, there too, mate. I've been there. Yeah, yeah. One or two. I mean, most of 100% keepers, mate. But um, one or two. And we all know that realistically, it's going to be what, three to five, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. On yeah. a good day, more, sometimes less than one. Um, so also, we're trying to work on a way with the website that we can help that problem as well so people can see the photos that would be really cool that that would be really cool you know it'd be like uh, do you know where i went that was like that recently as the harry potter studios where you go around we took my daughter (laughs) because we took the kids because it was my daughter's birthday that's where she wanted to get and you go and you have your photo taken uh yeah several places you can have your photo taken one of them is Mm -hmm. uh riding a broom and they take a green screen you know, photo of you and and they fill in the background of a video as well uh, but the stills you can um yeah it's like you go it's like any f- fun fair or whatever yeah or a theme park you go there and after you've been on the ride you can then go and see your photo and you can choose whether you want it printed or not if you could make something like that happen you know you know sort of a digital contact sheet sort of thing and say yeah on that one and on that one and i want a crop on that one and i want a, yeah yeah that that would be cool Exactly, and this is this is again one of those things that we can't see anyone in the world doing in a way that we'd like to. Mm. So we're having to start oh, yeah. from the bottom up with coding. Can you digitise a China graph? You know, like I pick so this. I'm going to roll with this just because I'm getting excited now. But like the, you know, I'm picture. You know, when you see in, in you know. Um, pictures of of people's contact sheets you know and and where they've they've scribbled on. do you know i'll tell you what the famous one that springs to mind is the arnold newman photo of um uh oh where's the pianist ah uh, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. it's not stravinsky is it is it igor stravinsky I, i've got the james dean in the rain one that i've seen a lot of as well. that'd do yeah that's a good example <laughs> as well yes or anything by elliot Erwitt. he was a master of the cropping of the small dogs wasn't he so yeah so so you know i can imagine you know like i want i want a, a full screen contact sheet please on your website and i want a digital china graph <laughs> i'm like well, i use my pin <laughs> I don't yeah, want, and I want to do it while while riding a broom. Yeah, that's what we're building. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's maybe release two. <laughs> but no, exactly. It's that kind of thinking that just says. I think know, it's Igor Stravinsky. I know Graham's got it away. I'm, I'm getting more confident. It's Arnold Newman shot of Igor Stravinsky. You'll recognise it immediately. If it, it, if it is actually Stravinsky. Here we go, go on, Graham. Come Hang on, on. Help yeah, me sorry, out, I know it's in here. I think it's one of the first ones. Arnold Newman. Igor Stravinsky. It's the photo of him playing the. It's at the piano with the, the lid of the grand piano is yeah, up, and it looks like a musical weird. note nice. sign. Oh yes, I know. And the crop on that is amazing. But if you ever see the contact sheet for that, there's loads of different shots, and then the crop is is different. Well, I think that's, uh, that's exactly it, and it's where I think the two sides we're trying to help there is one is the, frankly, the idea that you prepay for prints before seeing your negatives feels a bit like a hangover from how it had to be rather than what you'd want it to be and then two it's then the sustainability side of if we we're going to throw away two-thirds of the prints you get back because you just got the whole frame the whole roll printed mm. that's just again sustainability your money everything just feels wasteful but it's a real bugger to solve so yeah it's yeah. gonna take a couple of months minimum to fix 
Well, even just, I mean, even regardless of the the technical challenges of doing the printing, even the digital workflows for that, yeah, I don't mean sort of as in digital image processing, I mean as in um, business process. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, all that stuff you were talking about earlier about how it is, what happens to the orders and things like that, all of that that workflow has to be figured out and and be seamless if you're going to do it. If you're going to launch it as a product, it has to be seamless, doesn't it? in more use than ever in the office because it's you know our business model was really simple someone wants a film we have the film let's do a deal job done ship it off away we go <laughs> um whereas now it's like and then it's sent back and then we send that back to you and then if you want prints then we also and, and again it's not saying like it's not like they're on it's not with the first freaking lab loads of people are working with loads of people are solving this and i think it just goes then back to how do marina and i want to do it for the things that we think are important and that is different by the way like we haven't sat here and said this is going to be the most technically fantastic Ilford mastery style printed every time. Like it's going to be brilliant quality. Marina's attention to detail on scanning is unbelievable. Admittedly, I'm at the low end of attention to detail <laughs> in general. <laughs> watching Marina, is there a cheaper there option? Is there a discount option on the website? It says like it's okay. Paul can do the scanning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, like when you go into hairdressers and they're like, your haircut's free because it's a student. Yeah. It's like, your scans are free. Paul's doing it. It's, I, didn't know, I, I did wonder because you've got several, on the website, you've got several different um, several different options for scans. Mm. Uh, one of them is standard and another is premium. And, and now I know the difference. Standard is Paul. <laughs> That's bog standard. Premium is Marina. There we go. That's That's... Because I was going to ask you, because often the often the difference is I don't know the number of pixels you might get back in the mm. scan, but now I know who's doing it. That's the... <laughs> exactly, it's actually the number of dust, uh, dust and hairs that are left on it. It actually goes up as the cost goes down. It's incredible. <laughs> it's, fa- it's good value that. <laughs> okay, so, slightly more serious. Sli- sorry, guys. I just got to finish this off because I've just completely undermined the whole retail experience of the lab. So I feel just. D- smidgy smidgy bit guilty can you tell us somebody sensible so marina please can you tell us what is the difference in the scanning choices what 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 are you what are you getting there right so you've got three different options as you mentioned you've got standard premium uh and premium tip which is basically um obviously the it is down to file size and the pixel dimensions, and also the format. Uh, so for example, if you wanted to have like a pretty decent scans, but you don't necessarily need the, the largest file size because you're not gonna, I don't know, print it as A2, then standard uh, size will be fine. If you wanted to, uh, for example, print um, a little bit larger size like A3, you would go for premium. And if you want to have that um, ability to enlarge it to um, larger than A3 and also be able to edit a little bit more in terms of like shadows or even like details, then I always suggest you to go for premium TEF because that's like the best that you can um, have from our scanning service. Yeah, because then no compression, it's not lossless then, is it? No, it's not lossy, it is lossless. Yeah, so you've got all (laughs) the information. Sorry, I got that the wrong way around. You've got all the information in the TIFF file. Uh, Exactly. So you get massive file size, so (laughs) be careful. (laughs) 
<laughs> beware <laughs> yeah no, that's that yes i can imagine it's uh they, they t- t- tend to come out quite big the tiff files don't they mm. so yeah mm. Claire, mm. you've been sat mm. in the dark there very quietly. I'm interested because mm. at the moment you're sending, you send your film away to be developed, right? Mm-hmm. You're not developing home. Mm-hmm. So you've, there's this new lab. For me. When you're deciding what, where to send your film and what you want from it, what is the most important thing? What are you looking for from a lab? Like when you're making a decision about where to send your film off and where to spend your money, what are the things that are important to you? Um, well, because I, I scan, so I don't, you know, get prints. So I think it's um, getting your negatives back as long as they're not like scratched or they don't come back dirty or anything like that. <laughs> but I really like the idea of, you know, what, what's that, what's that, that you can, get your film basically because i it's a bit like what i do with my super 8 when i with my super 8 film i buy from the place that i buy the film i buy the development the process and the scan all in one and and i like it it suits me so i think it's a nice it's a nice idea to do the whole the whole as you say the whole journey um oh the other thing i always look for in a lab as well i like if if a lab can do cross processing as well yeah, because not all all labs will do that. So I will look for that as well. It's another thing I look for. Yeah. So are these things and quick and and it depends on speed as well. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, more I'm demanding with every second that passes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, free sweets in the return yeah, envelope. Free yeah. <laughs> yeah, speed's important. Yeah. Like, especially like for some of your stuff, Claire, because you leave everything to the last minute and you might have an yeah. exhibition or something going on. Yeah, or or all that flexibility that if you did have a ma- a deadline out of the blue. Um, that might be an option that a lab would be like, okay, if you let us know, um, they would be able to, I don't know, fast track it or something, or there was an option. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess that this is down to accessibility again. Yeah. Like if yeah. that places, is that place, like, you know, if you can just uh, take the phone or even, or even yes. like send an yeah. email and say yeah. like, hey, guys, yeah. I have yeah. this, could you please help me? Then. Yeah. So and this is going to be the 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 case actually. Yeah. If someone like needs to like meet a deadline because yeah. uni or a project, you mm. just need to send us a, an email mm. and say, Hey, would you mind? And we'll be like, Yeah, and, yeah. For sure. And you just hit on another thing, Marina, as well. I, I do like that if um that accessibility and that contact that you can have and you can build that relationship, you know, um with with your with your lab. Exactly, it's because like we want to be like sort of like a family which welcomes yeah. you with the open yeah. arms, like come mm. here, don't worry. So yeah, and uh, which is basically you know um, one of the most important things, like the the on the community, not only because we are a lab and and everything, just you know the the human side of the whole thing. I I know that we're running a business, but. The, in the ultimate place we are like everyone sharing mm. a passion and a hobby and I don't want anyone feeling like judge or not being you know I I, I just want to be everyone to feel like really comfy and really mm. good and inspire and eager to learn and I don't know this is what I'm really obsessed about to be honest <laughs> hmm. how many people are there 
because it's not just you, mm. is it? Because that would be a lot. No. So how many people are <laughs> there in the lab? How many people have you got working now in the lab or will be working in the lab? So at the moment, we are a team of um, three. So we've got uh, Sebastian, uh, which is an amazing photographer. I also have a, a dark room in his attic. And we've got <laughs> Elena, uh, which is also a great film photographer. And it's an artist as well. Um, and she's a Spanish, by the way. Uh, and mm -hmm. and yeah, you. so at the moment, we're... Yes, yes. <laughs> Sometimes we're speaking Spanish in the dark room, and Mary is like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but uh, yeah, we at the moment we are a team of three: so Sebastian, mm -hmm. Elena, and me. And I guess that if the volumes, uh, you know, sort of like peaks, then obviously we will probably need to, yeah, get the family a little bit bigger. And yeah. you've already mentioned that. At the moment, you're, you're offering C41 processing mm -hmm. and black and white processing in 120, mm -hmm. 35 millimeter, yes. and 110, not APS, I'm pleased to see, because that should be discouraged. <laughs> it should be crushed. Up just, um, hey, great, yeah. <laughs> uh, but obviously, but there's there's something that I said, you already mentioned that you want to do E6, and I'm guessing that's the next mm. logical time. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But there are quite a few things that you're, you're not currently doing. Do you, because there are places, like we mentioned Silverpan already, and one of the great things about Duncan over at Silverpan is that I don't think there's anything that he won't develop. <laughs> you know, he's he's working on the smaller scale, but he he will do kind of everything. Are you, is your goal to get to the point where you can deal with cine film and you mentioned the washi film earlier and all sorts of stuff, or will you be focusing more on, no, we want to be able to do the core things really well and turn them over really quickly and not get tied into everything. What's your aims with it all? It goes to right. I think, the same thing as with Analog Wonderlander. Oh, it's going to be out Speak of stock all the time. Is that, is that what it's going to mean? Everything's out of stock all the time, Paul? <laughs> what was that, sorry? Does that mean everything's going to be out of stock all the time? <laughs> Back on you. No. Um, the... the, the, the <laughs> the the options and the breadth um is is really important because that goes back to then giving people the creative opportunity to shoot either kodak gold or hp5 or any of the, the standard stocks yeah. obviously do the most volume um but also then supporting the smaller brands and also the smaller creative opportunities with the creative films or the washies or anything like that so if people wish to go down an iso 0.8 route or a Washi W shoot on paper route or a Revlog or double film pre-exposed, they can. So mm. they will always have, obviously, the majority of volume will be C41 35mm. Like, I can't imagine mm. it would ever not be. But I think it's being able to say, if we sell a film that we can't develop, that will, that's the aim, that every film we sell yeah. can be developed. Because yeah. that's just, again, makes things easy. People don't need to have to worry about it. Mm. They like the look if they see something on Instagram, if they see something on a portfolio or an exhibition, yeah. like that's a cool film, right? We can buy it and process it, no questions asked. The challenge, obviously, is yes, it becomes more and more fiddly as we go down the line, but we're already building that in, like the dark room. We didn't need a dark room now for what we're doing, but we will do for what we're planning because it makes sense mm. to do it now. 
And then again, we run into the most ridiculous, like, so E6 was meant to be part of the launch plans. And then um, uh, Marina came to me 10 days ago and said, the chemistry is fine. The Jobo is working. The films are fine. The temperature of the water works, but it's not coming out right. Guess what the problem was, is. No idea. <laughs> no idea, no. Are you using fizzy water? <laughs> Marina, Marina, what did you eventually, after a week of diagnosis, realise was the problem? Well, you were actually really close to mention about the water, and it's uh, indeed the pressure water, which is not constant at all. At all. It's like not at all. So that, for example, hot. when we... Only yeah. hot. Only hot water. So when the problem is the cold yeah. is going through perfectly. The hot is the right temperature and it's going in perfectly. But the hot, the pressure's doing this. So the merge temperature looks fine on the way in, looks fine on the way out, but during a five minute, ten minute thing, it's doing this. And that three six is enough to whack it off. Mm. Wow. Need a plumber. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm intrigued, Marina. Need a pump. <laughs> need a pump. I mean, oh, it's a all, pump. Yeah, yeah. It's all very well, <laughs> Marina, for Paul to say that he wants to be able to develop all the film that mm. is for sale. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you look at and think that's going to be? Yeah, that's going to be <laughs> difficult. Oh, eight by ten. Yeah. We're, set, we're doing eight by ten now, are we, Paul? Are we though? <laughs> um, I think that. For me, the most challenging thing would be, um, yeah, large formats um, and also black and white reversal film. Mm. That's for me one of like the big challenges. But um, but yeah, again, we don't know, but I will, but we will know. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. So. <laughs> I don't know, but I will know. It's good. One of the exciting things for you—you know, you said you've got this dark room now, and you're not at the moment. It's not going to be fully used because you're gradually building up, but um, it's going to give you opportunities now. You—we mentioned to start, you have your if we film YouTube channel and Instagram page, and you've done both on your own and as part of the Analog Wonderland stuff. You've done loads of tutorial videos and stuff like that. Are you? Are you going to have any time to keep doing more of this stuff? And is the dark room going to offer you more opportunities to do? more videos, more tutorial stuff. Is that going to be part of it as well? Or part of just what you're doing, Maria? Interesting. So at the moment, obviously, as uh, you know, I, I, I've been involved in, in this project and I, and I really wanted to launch this lab as soon as possible. I haven't, I frankly, had that much time mm. in, like, you know, doing if we film. But... Um, yeah, so I just basically had to organize myself a little bit better and just, you know, set right. The weekends are if we film. <laughs> and so, uh, but um, luckily, you know what? I'm really pleased because now um, what I'm doing at the moment is offering mentorships so for people that are having like photographic projects that they want to like, you know, really do, such as like exhibitions or like photo zines now i'm able to mentor those people to um you know get you know reality through these that so um um 
yeah, I mean, it's going to be tricky, obviously, to to maintain the balance. But mm. uh, I guess that, um, you know, I will figure it out. I, <laughs> I know. I know. I don't know. All that free time you're <laughs> definitely going to have. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paul, whilst we've got you on here, um, moving on for a little bit from the lab, because um, it would be wrong not to ask you about this. 2021 we've already mentioned but what a year what a great year a banner year for all sorts of reasons um one of the most notable things it's been a real banner year for is that nothing's available from anywhere um what is the general stock situation like um for mm. film for other stuff for I don't know, negative holders that kind of thing <laughs> Mm. Is Polaroid 600 film back in stock yet? Is there still a problem with that, Paul? You, Black and white only, Claire. It's shocking. Oh, I'm beginning to think yeah. Paul only sells out of stock. There seems to be every page is full no, of this out of stock. No, there, there was a problem all over, wasn't there? Yeah, I was yeah. going to see that. Still <clears throat> and this is the challenge, and this has been mm. um, Mary's life predominantly because she runs all of the purchasing side for the last mm. uh, 10 months. Um, and it's, 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 it's disastrous, pretty pretty fairly but not just films and not just accessories but also cardboard has been atrocious yeah. um anyone who works in any physical product will know that that's been ridiculous um and there are issues that are happening globally and then there are issues specific to brexit that make things worse yeah mm. everything that we see is what's happening so you'll see problems in europe see problems in america and then you'll see them compounded or extra delayed because yeah. of all those challenges. Um, Kodak is is still really struggling on the colour side. Um, Ilford, in fairness, have plowed they, on They're well. nailing the colour stuff. <laughs> Brilliantly. <laughs> um, but everything else, Fujifilm, Polaroid, Lomography, um, and, then the, and then obviously the knock-on effect on all the smaller guys who rely on the large guys for the, for the big print yeah. runs or things yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. um, it's been an absolute nightmare. Um, mm -hmm. Now that, you know, and while I obviously feel terribly sorry for myself and Mary, it, the harder thing is like you speak to Adam from Double Film or Revlog, they went six months without having any stock at all. Wow. That is their entire wow. business. And they've never had that before. Because if they've struggled to get Color Plus, they'll get C200. If they've struggled there, they'll get gold. Yeah. Worst comes to worst, they bite the bullet on the margin and take Ultramax as their base. None of them. Yeah. The whole year, no Lomography Color Film. So Color Film was is atrocious polaroid really tricky but as i say basics cardboard just horrendous yeah and a load of things like that and um, that's what making things difficult now some things are starting to come something some things are starting to improve some things i can see being an issue for months and months um but as i say that's not unique to us that's not even unique to retail there there is just significant global issues to continuing from covid plus then as i say we have our own little mm. local flavor of issue we add on <laughs> just to make things trickier I mean, you you obviously have communication with kodak and i'm sure you've had conversations about the absence of stuff and um and things going forward from where you're standing do you see it getting better anytime soon? Um, and also, there's been on social media and just in general, the, the the prices of Kodak films have over the last few years 
because of their own price rise and then because of availability, the prices are getting fairly spicy. Um, mm. Do you think this is just a thing we're going to have to learn to live with now and that Kodak stuff is going to be hard to get hold of and expensive? Or do you get the feeling that they are getting a handle on production and that Alaris are going to be getting more stuff in and that we're all going to be suddenly going, oh, it's it's like petrol. Oh, there's not any petrol either still, but I mean... <laughs> exactly, just like that. Yeah. No, I think the... Um... Kodak, I think, are getting a handle on it. So you look now, we've got Gold and Ultramax in. Now, not always 24 and 36 exposure, not always three packs and single packs, but generally speaking, there is Kodak colour film in our shop now. It has been a couple of months and um, uh, hot off the press. Some Colour Plus is arriving early next week. Small amount will be gone before you know it, but at least it'll be there for a bit. Um, and, and also from the pricing point of view, this has been one of the really tricky things because there are some th things that are that are outside of the control of retailers and there are some things that retailers are choosing to do. Totally their discretion. So for example, Kodak's lack of the supply, we have chosen to hold the same price regardless. So if we're gonna sell out of it, we're not gonna take advantage of that at all. The pricing, the margins are the same as they were last year, the same as the year before. Kodak have put through price increases, we have to reflect some of that on. But that's that's what life is. Fujifilm, I'm getting hammered regularly on social media for the price of our superior. Um, what else do we have on there? Some Provia? No. Pro 400H that we had that's double what it was a year ago. Mm. And I'm like, yep, it is double what I'm mm -hmm. because I'm not getting it from any UK dealers. I'm having to import it from Asia. Yeah. Where they've doubled the price saying they can't get hold of it. No one can get hold of it locally. And again, my margin on it is the same, or actually lower on a lot of the Fuji stuff, but at least it's there. And frankly, if you can buy it from someone else who has found somewhere else or unearthed a case somewhere, bloody go for it. Like, honestly, please do, because I'm not, I would if I was you. Um, and that's what's making it very, very messy is there are global supply issues and there are people taking advantage of it maybe further up the chain, especially someone like Fujifilm, who is notoriously cards close to chest about everything. Um, but as far as Kodak goes, and, and we were really strict on this, when we got Golden and even Color Plus, we had photography shops trying to buy from us huge amounts. Uh, and we we turned it down. And again, we got some flack and we got some one-star reviews on Bifo and Trustpilot. But we're like, we know you're going to just put the price up by 40% to sell off. Flip like, it. Yeah. You know that. I know that. And no, we, we all sell to the photographer. Like mm. it'd be easy for us to make the money there and you'll make money. But like if there's not much gold to go around, I'm not gonna let you sell it for twelve quid on eBay. That's just ridiculous. Uh, and I'm sure people get around it and you know you can do ten different email addresses and 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 by five of the time we wouldn't necessarily notice. But we definitely caught quite a few people who were trying to take advantage of it and as much as we can we won't enable that but it's but it's tough and it's because there isn't enough and it's because Fujifilm are being Fuji <laughs> but the things that, that make me feel very good number one Kodak Centrini Grip number two top top secret but I'm hearing brilliant noises from mammography that feel like they're getting some stuff together that I am hoping is as exciting as I feel right now about it. Not my place to say anymore, but that makes me positive. And, I, and, and all of it together 
I think we are moving towards a world where feature film are no longer a part of this industry. Mm-hmm. And I think in two or three years' time, we'll be there. But I think thanks to the resurgence, thanks to the passionate community, thanks to people like Ilford who are showing how it's done, like you, you can be a business-led business that cares about the community and grows, which they are. Um, I'm hoping that we will be looking back being like, oh, remember when Fiji Film cared? Um, <laughs> rather than it actually no. in a meaningful way. Yeah. Well, it's good to hear. It's looking more positive going forward anyway. It's, so um... there will be blips. So you can feel free to abuse me publicly and privately, Graham. I already do. As you wish. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I already do. I I seem to recall. I must, I was abusing you as recently as last night about the terrible, terrible state of your negative holding sheets. Sixty pence for an individual sheet and out of stock. For shame. <laughs> sort it out, Paul. I wanted those yeah, things. Yeah. Just just another example, you know. Yeah. See, I'm mean, I'm guessing you must be getting negative holders in for the sending all the negatives back to people. Right, you're not just you're not just scrambling up the negatives after you develop this film and just. No, no, we we just we just block it from you. Like oh, as soon as it's you, we we digitally hide everything. I mean, it's cookies, mate. That's what does it. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's like EasyJet when you go back for the third time to book your flight and it's gone up by fifty quid. See, that's, unfortunately, <laughs> that's, that's not a problem I have to deal for. with. I've been doing it manually. Everyone from Oxfordshire. Um. We should probably start to wrap things up. Mm. Maria, why should people send their film to you at the Analog Wonderland? Why should they be... Because there are choices. Why should they send it to you? That's a good question. <laughs> well, because... Uh, well, I think it's a really lovely place to start someone else's journey and you know and we are going to be able to help people to you know um to help them and even to be involved in their uh projects as well so so yeah i mean why they should not (laughs) so (laughs) that's the question good answer so yeah very good answer answer. and paul because i feel like not giving you a chance to pitch would just be me (laughs) it's it's literally the only reason for your existence (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm so glad i called out my sick bed for this This yes (laughs) it's become a ritual paul it's fine yeah i know it is it's a ritual punishment Uh, it's it's yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm not gonna go too deep into that one. I've seen the horse whip. Um, the reason people should send films in is uh, a large part is because they know that it will be Marina and her team who are looking after it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as I say, um, as somebody who has no attention mm-hmm. to detail, I really value it in others. <laughs> and watching the way they test it, and there's a brilliant one. This is a bit of a digression. But it's a good story. On Friday night. Um, Mike Russo from FPP pinged me like a one-line email that's like, oh my God, we've cracked the code for uh, developing low ISO, their low ISO film in XTOL. He gave me the recipe. So on Monday, I was like, Marina, this is brilliant. Uh, Mike's, Mike's got this recipe. And she's like, yeah, Sebastian worked it out and sent it to him. Sebastian. <laughs> 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 As, as the, 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 the black and white wizard 
had done all the testing because they tested like i mean i don't really saw an instagram a couple of weeks ago like every freaking emulsion in the shop they they took a free sample and tested everything everything and he was playing around with it worked out the right recipe sent it to mike mike tested it said this is brilliant sent it to me <laughs> independently <laughs> anyway so um so it's that level of care has gone in for sure and i think from a practical point of view i think that the things that um i i hope people recognize is one then they can pick up the phone message talk drop in and talk to a a somebody who will care and not make them feel stupid mm. about anything that's really important and then yeah. honestly from a practical point of view it's bloody free track postage like it's a thing that always annoys me about life is having to <laughs> think about things too much. Um, and if we can remove some of that, having to think some of the hassle, I think that's only, that's only a good thing. Mm -hmm. And can you get wonder points on your um, developing as well? Yes. Yay! They're still a thing. Yay! <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're still a thing. Yeah, we still, still a thing. We still get absolutely smashed, like massive orders, wonder points everywhere, free cases. <laughs> Great. Mm. Awesome, awesome. Well, Clay, have you got any more testing questions? No, but before we began, I was talking to Marina about Mallorca. So, <laughs> Marina, when, when I get to Mallorca, uh, to lovely old, uh, a beautiful old part of Mallorca with my photographs, um, you can take care of my <laughs> of my film. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. We'll be really, really uh, yeah. happy to do so. Mm. <laughs> That's a nice positive way to end our yeah, conversation. I think yeah, we, 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 we kept we kept as a team. We kept our, our positive side for long enough. We just dipped into a little bit of uh, aggro there, but now Claire's lifted us out of it again. So that's nice. Yeah. It's all all's well that all's well that ends well. And um, for my part, oh, sorry, I'm okay. digressing. We had Marina's wonderful recommendations for Mallorca as well. Yeah, which yep. is always yep, absolutely. <laughs> now, for for my part, all I can say is good luck. It sounds really exciting. Mm, yeah. It sounds like you've worked yeah. super super hard. Uh, yeah, because because these things aren't easy. Um, and one day over a drink, you'll have to tell me which one of you carried the three hundred kilo machine up the stairs. Because <laughs> 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 I don't think what? it was Paul. Yes. So Marina's left out the part nope. of the story. So this is worth us staying up a bit later to hear. So okay. there's a gym three doors down from us that, that scores itself the best gym in Buckinghamshire. Brilliant. Bold um, claim. <laughs> Marina's first plan before she phoned 37 removal companies was to go around to the gym and quote unquote make friends. Um, <laughs> that one wasn't successful. <laughs> but if you look at, I think we did, I think Emma made a reel mm -hmm. of the scanner. So it turns out after the developer went up the stairs, scanners are also quite heavy <laughs> excellent and marina couldn't be bothered with the removals company so this time she made some friends <laughs> yes. at the gym i don't know what was promised i don't know what the deal was but two men who were very happy to flex um uh, and then and then there was me and chris who were like yes we will also do this but we'll take the light end <laughs> i'll carry the plug <laughs> exactly the scanners are really unevenly weighted like all the weight is in one corner so me and chris ran to the other end like we'll take this side <laughs> so, yeah, the marina 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 made some made some new friends who 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 are lovely and very wide wide. <laughs> 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 Did they yes, fit up the stairs? Yes. 
Yeah, <laughs> it was it was basically that I just, you know, like we had to move this upstairs and I was like, oh, God, yes, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> let's let's go. And then, then I went to the gym. I said, who won 30 pounds? <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah and I said well um, I'm really sorry but I have this machine oh okay yeah let's do it um, so <laughs> and I have to ask it twice it's, um, because we have two scanners but um, but yeah it's a, it's a good thing it's a good thing to have a gym uh, next door <laughs> only just for you know for going to you know just train a little bit because um, yeah just you can call them if you need to leave any film processor or scanner upstairs so it's really really <laughs> handy to have <laughs> well nice. done Paul for spotted that location thank you yeah well also also it was, it was, it was I was driving to work and I had no idea of this plan Marina just told me Paul I don't know how I'll get the scanners upstairs but I will find out and I uh -huh. will know I was like great I've heard this before I trust this so I'm driving into the office the next day at like half eight or whatever and I just see my phone um, ping and it's Emma and it just says like the hunky men have arrived <laughs> no context driving along be like great everything seems to be going well with that kind of attitude I'm sure the Wonder Lab will be very very successful indeed <laughs> thank you You'll, you will find you. a way cool okay well there we go thank you ever so much both of you for coming to uh to talk to us about this uh really glad to be to to hear about it and really glad to to help make people aware of it as well mm -hmm. so, yeah. no thank so, you thank you so uh yes uh and uh any well that's that's probably it then i guess for the, for, for mm -hmm. today the conversation unless uh claire or, or graham you have any uh yeah. any community notices to share claire any more I don't have any, any exhibitions anywhere um oh yeah i just came back from italy yeah i was in bologna at the weekend that was nice it was very quick so nothing now till paris in november which is next month no more international travel to major major cultural cities for art <laughs> exhibitions till next month yeah, yeah. that's what the fourth international trip so far this year claire <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. God. I got to go to Liverpool on the weekend. Time. That was my highlight. Oh, mm. tell us about that. Now, that's a really mm. nice story. Tell us about that very briefly. Very briefly. Uh, yeah, I went to see Rach and Baby Constance, and Baby Constance is gorgeous. She is absolutely gorgeous. Um, so is Rach, oh, by the way. Rach, Rachel is very gorgeous. Listening. Obviously, well, where do you think the baby gets it from? Um, but yeah, that was a real treat. So um, I did go up there with the kind of general plan of being able to take some pictures. We didn't take very many pictures because. Um, but Constance is um, a little cry at the moment, as young babies are once mm. to be. Um, but yeah, she's absolutely lovely, and uh, it was a real treat getting to see them all. So that was a very nice way. So yeah, you didn't get to see a baby in Italy, did you, Claire? Unless you did. <laughs> Which Claire, lucky you I think yes. they do have babies in Italy. I saw Brian. I saw Brian. You saw Brian. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's a weird no, comparison Brian, to a baby. <laughs> Brian was in North. Brian was um, in North Wales actually for the weekend when I was in Italy. Brian Griffin, you know, doing a doing a talk. Mm -hmm. So he stayed an extra day. So I I was his tour guide around the island yesterday. <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah, Very it was nice. nice. Did you have a good time? I had a really good time, yeah. Cool. 
Excellent. Oh, there we go. Some little little, little snippets for uh, of, of fun from everybody. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think I have yes. killed him though because I took him walking. <laughs> I think I have killed him because I did push him off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, there we go, everybody. Uh, that is that is us done. I think for this week, isn't it? Um, <laughs> we have been these. Yeah, yes, Graham's definitely done. Um, we have been the Sunny 16 podcast. So I've got the giggles now because I'm looking at for Graham. So this doesn't work on audio. I'm looking at Graham on the screen and he's just giggling away. <laughs> and he's now giving me the giggles. How am I supposed to get us out of this podcast if I'm Not giggling? My problem. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. Yes, a dose of reality there. Yes, okay. All right. So we have been the Sunny 16 podcast. It has been an honor and a privilege to talk with you all as it always <coughs> is. Uh, we will play you out now with Rachel's band Rocker. You can get their album Promises I Should Have Kept on all good internet locations that provide music and, of course, all the disreputable ones that, like, uh, yeah, bootleggers use as well. But don't use those. I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.